Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 685, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Text mom for a free quote at 636-395-0544. So listeners, if you listen to us at all, which I'm sure you do, uh, we just returned from our Christmas Disney trip and we are going to share the first part of it because it would be an incredibly long episode if we tried to put everything that we did in that time. It also was my mom's first trip to Disney. We decided that she's gonna do a separate show on her own because she wanted to talk about what it was like to be there for the first time. And I need to go ahead and share that video on the Mousecapades Facebook page. I'll try to do that when we get done recording tonight. Uh, That's my mom's face when she first sees the castle for the first time it was pretty amazing so which one of you wants to kick it off kaylee or joey joey can go so we started off at magic kingdom on the first day because we wanted to see grandma's reaction to that and that is the iconic park that she wish that she pictures when she thinks disney world so we had to stay to the front of the park because we had an upcoming reservation so we had to decide what rides we were going to ride based on that Now, before I start, we checked on all the wait times posted, and then we timed it ourselves, what we actually waited, against that, just so we could have that on the record. So starting off, we did the People Mover, because it's pretty close to the front of the park. We figured that early in the morning, it was about 9. We realized it would probably not be too busy at that point. And we were right, there was no wait, no line posted, no wait at all. So, rode that. She enjoyed that a lot. We did Small World, and that was posted at a 5 minute wait time, and we waited 5 minutes for that. And then we... By the time Small World was over, it was about time to go to the front of the park and head over to our reservation at Ohana Breakfast. That was at 1040. At the Polynesian. Mm -hmm. So normally they don't care to do this, but I like to take a boat from the front of Magic Kingdom to the Polynesian, but they felt like that was going to take much longer. So we took the resort monorail, which was again fun anyway, so it was another way for my mom to see how Disney was going to be for us in the transportation and of course that goes to the contemporary and then to the ticket and transportation center and then it goes to Polynesian but we went and did all of that stuff and we got to our reservation for our Ohana breakfast and I believe she enjoyed it from what she could what she said she got hot tea because everybody was cold this was Christmas Eve by the way I don't think that we said that Uh, We switched it up. I know if you've listened to the show for a while, we usually do Christmas Day, but we were trying to see if we could eliminate some of the crowd that Magic Kingdom goes to because everybody wants to go to Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. So we went on Christmas Eve instead. Kaylee, do you want to say anything about our delicious breakfast? Our breakfast was always, I mean, it's always delicious there. It pretty much never disappoints, at least for me. And I always feel like I can eat as many waffles as I want because they're small. There's less guilt. There's no calories at Disney. That's true. This was like our first Disney meal too. So I feel like on the first meal, I'm always like all in. This one is a family style. So they just keep bringing it to you. But I definitely think I did a good job of being more full than I normally am. But I wasn't like disgustingly full because we were going to head back to Magic Kingdom for the day. So I didn't want to feel disgusting the one thing that i liked this time more than any other time was in the past when they come and ask us if we want more of something a lot of times they'll just bring a whole new plate of something and then i feel bad because we don't always eat everything because so when they bring you this pan if you've never been to oana it has ham sausage the home style potatoes scrambled eggs and biscuits in one skillet and then the other skillet has the waffles in it and then when you first sit down you get a plate of fruit and this amazing pineapple roll 
stuff that I was always told you could only get one serving. My kids seemed to think you could ask for more, but we didn't. And then they bring you the stitch juice, which is pog juice that's used in many places in the Disney World restaurants. And so I thought it was good this time. We ran out of eggs. We, were, we ate quite a bit of eggs and we ran out of uh, ham and waffles. And so they brought us just those three things, which made me feel better because then I didn't feel like we were wasting as much food. Because I wish I knew that they were um, taking that food and giving it to somebody that needed food, but I guess because of a pandemic, they can't do that. So I definitely feel that I had um, I had overhyped that breakfast for grandma, and that kind of was a wake-up call to me that I had overhyped uh, Ohana breakfast in my mind. <laughs> Um, I think it was really the pog juice that was shining through for me. And the, the food is still very good there. Um, but She loved it. I, I think I definitely held it in higher regards than I would now. Well, we'll talk more about that as our trip report goes on. Mm -hmm. One thing we actually did while we were sitting at Ohana was I had mentioned to mom that I really wanted to try and get Casey's Corner at some point because this was not going to be our only Magic Kingdom day. So mom happened to get on the Disney Genie app and she saw that Casey's Corner was already into like the five o'clock, six o'clock range for mobile ordering. And so while we were actually at our breakfast, we ordered Casey's Corner for dinner because we knew we were gonna be at Magic Kingdom. And I'm glad we did because otherwise I don't think we would have been able to eat there. So that's a good tip to know is like, if there's a place you're wanting to eat and we figured this out on this trip is that if you know you're gonna be somewhere in the parks and you wanna eat there at a certain time, go ahead and mobile order it because like there's nothing stopping you. You can pick the time frame and everything. Yeah, I would encourage you. And the one thing that Kaylee didn't realize until this trip and she's like, sweet. I think that's what you said. You might've said, cool, I'm not sure. But regardless, you were like, I said, you could have ordered that food yesterday or whatever. You can order days in advance of food and you don't hit order until you arrive. So I don't know how many days in advance because we didn't do it more than like a day or two. So I don't know for sure how many days you can do that. Uh, somebody told me you could do your whole week, have it all ready to go when you got there. I apologize. I have not tried that. I'm just excited about the whole possibility, especially with Casey's Corner. If you've ever got food from there, it used to be a nightmare. It was like sardines in a can, trying to get your food and get out of there. Well, now you don't go into Casey's till you show a cast member your mobile app saying, my my food is ready. And then they tell you which lane to go in and pick it up. So that was cool. All right, let's go back to where we were. So we headed back to Magic Kingdom. So after Ohana breakfast, we headed back over to Magic Kingdom on the monorail. And we decided that we would go off to Adventureland to show grandma Pirates of the Caribbean we got there it was posted at a 60 minute wait and we judged based on the line that it we were thinking it probably wasn't going to be the full 60 minutes so we hopped in the line it was a little hot at first because we were out in the beating sun at this point it was about noon so we were out in the sun for a little bit but once we got under into the actual part of the queue it was fine we ended up waiting about 40 minutes give or take a minute or so and um we rode that and grandma thought that was very fun uh, we did, I believe we got a lot more wet on this ride than we usually do. We got pretty significantly wet there with the cannons flashing on that. Yes, it was, I know at least we did and grandma did as well, but she didn't mind because she doesn't know any difference. She just thought it was cool. And she was very impressed by the Johnny Depp animatronic. She was like, that thing looks real. Yeah, it was also a little disappointing that we did that she wouldn't get to smell the uh, the iconic Pirates of the Caribbean smell as strongly because the mask is there, but it is there for a good reason. So that's fair enough. <laughs> and then we got off, of, we got out of that line, and we just I, we were looking for something to do that was relatively quick without a line, and we didn't want to have to go too far to do it. And that's why I, I suggested the Tiki Room because it's real close by. So we went and we did that, and she liked that a lot. She didn't realize what it was. I don't know if you guys understood that. She thought, she thought that we were waiting, like where we were waiting, where they have you wait outside. And then those people came and they talked the pre-show. She thought that was the show. And she was like, oh, we're going in? Ah, uh, very good. <laughs> I was not aware of that. Yeah. And then uh, after Tiki Room, we were right next to Aloha Isle. So I figured, ah, uh, let's get, let's get some Dole Whip. 
and so we went to get some Dole Whip, but uh, the actual line, the st like the standby line where you don't mobile order was very long, and there was a mobile order slot open, I think in 25, 30 minutes from where we were at that point. So we went ahead and we mobile ordered some Dole Whip, and then we went to Country Bears uh, Jamboree while we waited. Uh, Grandma had definitely got a kick out of that one, and uh, as, as usual, the rest of the family also got a good kick out of that one. We had a really good cast member this time too. I think that makes a difference because sometimes, I mean, I can I can understand if they're watching that show over and over again and they're sitting in there, that's hard. Um, especially if there's somebody who doesn't particularly like the corny show, but this cast member, she was all in and she was telling lots of bear pun jokes and she was shouting them out. And we actually had a couple kids around us that were super into the show and we had a guy sitting in front of us with his kids and he was super like just one of those people that border he was borderline obnoxious but he didn't go too far he was like just under the line that he made it fun he was he didn't cross over into like you need to stop because you're ruining this kind of thing he made it just just fun enough so i actually think she had a really good first time experience in there yeah, I really did like that cast member until I realized that she had started the clapping along with some of the songs and she was clapping on one and three and not two and four and that kind of put a damper on it for me. But aside from that, she was really good. I just, uh, my mom, I think I've said this on the show before, took me to see Country Bears on Ice and I think she likes Country Bears is why she took me to Country Bears on Ice all those years ago. And so she was like, I love Country Bears when I said we were going to go see the Country Bears. So I think it was a bonus because it was like a childhood memory that, you know, of her taking me to Country Bears on Ice because she talked about remembering and I didn't even know she remembered that I lost. I had this adorable muff that went with my coat that you stick your hands in. Yeah, it's this this little piece of fabric that's like faux fur and you stick your hands in there to keep them warm in the wintertime. And we left it there and somebody must have took it because she called right away and they didn't get it and she like immediately went to that so it was like reliving a lot of different memories just from one show at disney world well after that then joey got his dole whip i did get my dole whip it was very good i actually went and got while joey got his dole whip and joey had ordered he was the main reason for getting that but he actually mobile ordered one for uh mom and grandma as well but i actually i'm a newly a newfound fan of bananas which for a long time, I did not like them. It was a texture thing, never a taste thing, but now I'm like all into bananas. So those treats that you see that are chocolate dipped bananas with nuts on the outside, those never appealed to me before this trip. But I was like, I am eating one of those. Like I have to try it now. And so dad went with me and we went to a stand at the front of Adventureland to get one of those. 10 out of 10, do recommend. If you like bananas and you like chocolate and nuts, great treat for when you're toasty. So the thing was this time that I had been told to get the coconut, I think it's called Kokomara whip. And you could get it mixed with pineapple. And I think, what was the other thing you could get it mixed with, Joey? I don't think you could get coconut swirl with anything but pineapple. Cause that's what grandma got, right? You might've been able to get coconut and orange. I'm not sure. If you like coconut cream pie, just get the coconut. It was awesome. Like, I felt like I was eating the best coconut cream pie. It was delicious. I Wasn't it grandma that got the pineapple and vanilla and you got pineapple and coconut? Yeah, I think grandma got pineapple or yeah, pineapple and vanilla and I got pineapple and coconut. And I will say it was kind of hard to notice that it was like visually, it was kind of hard to see the difference between coconut and pineapple, especially in the swirl. Like I could hardly see that there was two flavors in there. I could taste it very, very easily, but I could, I couldn't see it very <laughs> simply. So at first I thought I had been given the wrong one. <laughs> Yours was kind of like a virgin pina colada, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's essentially what it was. <laughs> so definitely give that a try if you've never tried anything but just Dole Whip. That's pretty cool. Well, while we were standing there uh, loving on our Dole Whip and waiting for Kaylee to get her chocolate covered banana, a uh, parade came whizzing by, which was nice. So we took a few moments to eat our Dole Whip and just check out the parade. And it wasn't too crowded. I mean, it was probably only a couple rows of people ahead of us, which for Christmas time is not too bad. 
there were a couple times that it was crowded, but this one was in a venture. We were in Frontierland because we walked underneath the thing and we were standing there. That one was the least crowded. The worst one we had while we were there was when we were by the Hall of Presidents. And you you kept calling it a cavalcade, but like it was a it was a full on parade, and they had there was full there was crowds building up around it because it was so long. And it kind of eliminated the point of a cavalcade to me. I thought, because to me, it was the whole point of that was it's short and it's not scheduled, so no no crowds can really have time to build up. We were told that it was only going to have the full-on parade for Christmas at the faux Christmas parties we know that they had this year, the smaller versions of them. And I don't know if after they did the last party, which was on the 21st of December, they decided, oh, well, we'll just go ahead and do them every day because the rest of them were cavalcades, Joey. They were just short little bursts of like two or three floats and then they were done. And so that was the mistake. We weren't even realizing that. And as much as I research, I never saw that they were putting that parade full on back unless you went to the party. Well, after we watched the parade, then we moved on and we went to do Nikki's Philhar Magic, which we wanted Grandma to do this anyway because we've loved this ever since the first trip. But this was actually going to be the first time for us all to see the new, uh, the newly added Coco scene. And so we went in, we got into that in like maybe five minutes because that's typically no more than a 15 minute wait anyway, unless there's just like a huge crowd. So we pretty much walked in, we were in the little waiting area and then we got our seats. And the Coco scene was really cute. And Joey, I'll let you speak more to this because you kind of had a good point of, I, t I mentioned something about how the animation differences just between the years of advances in technology it's just kind of crazy to see them back to back because of where the coco scene is sandwiched in but you made a good point yeah so with that it is kind of weird to see the contrast because little mermaid is from 1989 it was hand drawn so there's there's no computer animation in that beauty and the beast it was mostly hand drawn there's the the dancing scene where there's some cgi to help but even that some of it was hand drawn and so they have to make 3D animation from scratch for this ride. So you got to imagine the budget for a 3D animated sequence for an attraction at Disney alone is not going to be very high. Whereas with Coco, they don't have to make a new animation system. They can just borrow all the 3D, like the renderings and all the models from all the characters in the movie that are that have a much higher budget because it's a it's a full production movie that's been worked on for years. So it's weird to see like Little Mermaid with a like kind of low budget uh, CGI jumps jump into like in Lion King with the low budget CGI jumps straight into like Coco, which has it's fully th 3D animation and it's very well done. I will say it was a little rough. I, don't, I think that was the 3D animation combined with a very quick camera movement at the beginning of the Coco scene. It like the camera turns it pans across the whole city and that whole scene was very blurry to me and it kind of threw me off just kind of made me feel dizzy like i yeah. had to close my eyes for a second i really liked it though i i guess in my mind they were going to add it to the end i didn't realize that they were going to put it between the movies that we already had in the show itself i felt like this but i thought you guys said you didn't i felt like they may have colorized it a little better because the last time we watched it i felt like it was really faded and I don't know if that's even a possibility for that to happen for that, because I just feel like it's still on like a reel to reel. I don't know if it really is or not, but I felt like it was colorized a little better. I felt like it was a little bit brighter, but you guys said that you saw, noticed some other things that were different, but I didn't. Me and dad noticed this one. Kaylee stands by the fact that it was the same. Me and dad, because dad said that the Aladdin thing looked different to him and I said that there's this scene where like Donald's riding on the carpet and there's a there's a like a can the camera is following him like it's locked behind him in position and he does this like barrel roll but the camera sticks with him at the bottom of the screen so the whole world is turning around him and it um it really threw me off like it, that one also kind of made me dizzy and made me like motion sick kind of and I don't remember that sequence like I remember there being something else there instead of that but Kaylee does stand by the fact that that was there before. It was there in February. They weren't open in October when we went because they had closed down for the refurb. So I don't know if it's been there the whole time and me and dad are just losing our minds or if Kaylee 
is just remembering the last few trips she had been on where it had already been changed. So after Mickey spell her magic, we checked the time for Haunted Mansion because we're not very far from there and it's a family favorite for us and we definitely wanted to make sure that my mom got a chance. And usually the wait times increase throughout the day, especially for popular rides like the Haunted Mansion. And we saw that it was posted as 45 minutes. So we headed on over there, which anybody who's been to Disney knows that if a line looks a little down, then like a large crowd goes. So when we got there, they were adding to the queue. They were filtering it a different direction that, um, well, Brad and Joey had never done that before, but Kaylee and I had, had done that way before, I believe in February and in October, if I'm not mistaken, because of the crowds. And so when we when all was said and done when we got on the ride it actually was a 50 minute wait which is unusual because most of the wait times were off and i will say that we did we were in that pre-show room within 45 minutes it was just 50 minutes till we were in a doom buggy so we we were in like pre-show within 45 minutes yeah i got that's important to note after haunted mansion grandma loved that too like she thought that was great. I think it wasn't what she thought it was going to be. She was under the impression that it was like a haunted house kind of thing. Like you're going to get jump scared a lot. Yeah. And which after we got out, she was like, okay, I was very mistaken. And she thought it was nice, like cute. Um, after that, Joey and I actually went over and did Big Thunder Mountain because we had not ridden this ride in like 10 years. We just always skipped it because it always had a pretty high wait time and we were always wanting to do other things. We, I feel like I, I at least, I don't know if you did this as well, but I kind of always wrote it off as a kiddie coaster because that's kind of what it feels like. It's it's themed around a mine train, which is usually the theming around any given kiddie coaster. It's it's just a really easy theming thing to do that doesn't make it feel, it makes it feel slightly more interesting at, like when they do it at other parks. And so I kind of always looked at it as a kiddie ride <laughs> me and Kaylee were mistaken on that I mean I was mistaken at least I'm not sure if Kaylee shared that belief with me I had known from watching vloggers that it was kind of intense like <laughs> yeah. not intense as in speed necessarily but it just whips you around a lot yeah and I I was under the like I because I had seen those like the Disney food blog was has says that that's like one of the higher more intense rides and I always kind of laughed at that like not really but I, I see what they're saying now because it's it it does jerk you around a good amount also, what me and Kaylee realized is that is a that's a pretty long ride. Like you get you're you're on there for like two and a half minutes. That's a good amount of time. And it was posted at 35 minutes, which is why we decided to go wait it anyway, because that was not a long wait time for that at all compared to previous years we had been there. And we were like, all right, let's go do it. And then when we timed it, it ended up being like 28 minutes by the time we were on the ride. So really not bad at all. And so then the, by the time that they were done it was pretty much time for our Casey's Corner mobile order that we had done and we headed there and we were looking for, well, actually we arrived there before they did. Brad, my mom and I, uh, Brad had found some benches. We were trying to stock tables, but we realized that one thing that I said this on the rumors and news shows this week. Yes, I know I reported what the times were the fireworks, but I wasn't thinking about that when we were actually choosing when we were eating. And both times, both restaurants, when we were at Magic Kingdom, it happened to be right when they were doing fireworks. So people were not wanting to give up their tables. But Brad was lucky enough to get two benches. So we waited there and we decided, well, we'll just eat on a bench. At least we have somewhere to sit. And so we did that. So then Brad and Joey went to get the food and we spread out and enjoyed our Casey's Corner. Did you get something new, Joey? I couldn't remember. Uh, I just, I got the footlong hot dog and I, that was it. Just the hot dog. That's I right. didn't get anything on it. Kaylee got her corn dog nuggets again. I got corn dog nuggets this time, which I have to say were very delicious. And these benches were next to the first aid area. And we ended up watching, um, we watched the fireworks from this area, which actually we had a pretty decent view. Just don't be the people that are not listening to the cast members that are telling you to keep moving in a designated walkway. Like, yes, we all know everybody wants to see the fireworks, but if there is an open space during a fireworks show, it is very, very likely that there is a reason that it's open. And it's most, it is most likely because you are not supposed to be there. Like, it, especially if your view is perfect there, like where we were at, the, the clear spaces that were people kept filling up, it had a perfect view. 
they're clear for a reason. You're not a genius and everyone around you is not just inferior to you. Everyone had the idea and everyone has been shooed away. Don't be that person that just walks up and thinks, I am the smartest, look at me go. It's, you're not supposed to be that, that you're not supposed to be there. And respect when you are told to move. It, it was just baffling to me. I mean, as a teacher, I, I know where it comes from. Like a lot of our students' behavior comes from what they see elsewhere. And just how many adults were refusing to move when cast members were like, you may not stand here. This is a fire hazard. You may not stand here. We have to keep moving. So many people were like, well, you can't make me move. Like, are you serious? Just keep moving. It was bad enough when it was the cast members, but even when a security guard came, still trying to see if they can get by with it or just blatantly telling them no. And I'm I'm like, Kaylee, I'm like, uh, this is exactly why our kids think they can tell us no, they're not gonna do something. And I'm just like, holy smokes. So once that all cleared, we like sat on the benches, waited for it to clear out. And we actually ended up mobile ordering some treats because we thought, okay, we already knew we wanted to stop in the confectionery and Joey actually wanted another Dole Whip. Oh, so yeah. we mobile ordered a Dole Whip for Joey. And once the crowd thinned out a little bit, he hightailed it back on over and got his Dole Whip. We all mobile ordered from the confectionery. And so mom, my grandma and I all got little treats. And when we went there, mom got to do her specialty popcorn where you get to build your own. And that was delicious. I had some of it the other night, just when we were home and it was still so good. We still have some. I know, don't tell me that. I'm not allowed to eat <laughs> Disney food anymore. And cause my body is recovering and then by that point, we headed back to our condo for the night. So all in all, it was a very successful first day. And grandma was able to hold up with all of us. She was. So Christmas morning, we originally, when I booked this park too, I picked Epcot. As you know, we always go to the candlelight processional. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but I'm telling you why the purpose was for us choosing that particular park because our family is used to doing a candlelight service at church and I thought that my mom would really appreciate that, having that opportunity to do that on that day. But I also thought we'll be able to sleep a little bit because what time does Epcot usually open, boys and girls? 11. Well, okay, Epcot usually opens, isn't it the, like Future World usually opens at 10 and then the showcase opens at 11? Typically. I don't think they're calling it Future World anymore. Well, what was Future World yeah. opened at 10 and then the showcase opened at 11. But I got on the app and found out that they were gonna be open at 9.30. Well, we didn't want anybody to get ahead of us. So we got there and uh, we, we were there by 9.15, right? I believe that's right. I, I think so, yeah. It sounds right. And on the way for me to pay, our way into the parking lot, Joey we're at said- the, We're at the toll booth. Yeah. Someone goes, everyone's got their tickets, right? And I look at my wrist, I go, no. And Brad is not on here with us, but I thought he was gonna lay an egg. He was not happy. And I was like, it's okay. Look in my bag and see if you see an envelope in there. And he did, and the envelope had our card tickets. We all had magic bands, but I had linked them to our ma uh, to from the cards to the magic band, so it was okay. We had a card. The problem was, I didn't know which one of the cards was Joey's. So we went to guest services. They um, helped us out, and we had to go through security for them to be able to help us, though. And then once we got through security, the guy figured it out right away, and then Joey had his card, and Joey kept it in his wallet the rest of the week, just in case. But he never forgot his magic band again, just in case anybody was wondering. There was one day I chose not to wear it because I had the card. That's true. Yeah, I was glad mom thought ahead and had those because that would have been horrible. Yeah, that would have been really bad. That was a downside of not being on property because Joey couldn't just get on the bus, ride back to the resort and get his yeah band. But after that whole hoopla happened, we got in for park open. We did wait in front of the ball. Like we waited and then as soon as that happened, we walked straight towards Soren. It was posted at 30 minutes because at this point, the park had already been open for an hour to resort guests, but we only waited, I, I timed these very specifically, we waited 17 minutes and 45 seconds from the moment we walked into the part where you actually get on the ride. And this was Joey's first time since they started doing all this construction at Epcot. 
and I and he's like well, we're gonna go to Soren and I was like wait I have to tell him how we're heading because he usually leads us because he's so tall and we can see him I'm also broad so any path that I carve big enough for me should be big enough for any of the rest of our family and so I said okay you're gonna go right and then it's gonna take you right over to the seas and he kind of looked at me and I said that's right you haven't been here you that you don't have to walk all around this big thing anymore they've made it so you just go right of the orb and there you are you're at the seas and then you're at the land and so what'd you think of that joe was that weird i really like that it was i don't know like i feel like if they once they open up the rest of the pathing like because was there any really other option to get to go other than that direction no not without going all the way around yeah i i hope that when they do open up the middle part again, they leave those side paths in because that would really help with crowd control. Oh, I think so too. I also agree. So we rode Soren. Grandma really enjoyed that. I honestly didn't know if she would like get a little woozy. She did get a little bit goofy, but she was mostly fine. I think it was just kind of like a small after effect, but then she was mainly fine. Uh, so while we were on there, I she was holding my hand and I just told her, I'll tell you if I think you need to close your eyes on parts that I know in the past that I've kind of felt a little goofy. And then I just said, open one eye and see if you think you're okay. And then that's how she would know. Well, I didn't realize the lady next to me had never wrote it before. And her family was all like patting her and saying, you're going to do great. You're going to do great. And so she was listening. And I watched the one time out of the kind of order of my eye. She was listening when I was telling grandma to close her eyes. It was pretty funny. Oh, well, that was nice that you sat next to her then. That probably worked out for her. So after Soren, uh, potty break, those are very important. And then Indeed. we went to living with the land because it was right there. It was posted five minutes. We waited five minutes and that's always nice. They added so much more decor for the holidays this year, like way more than they've ever added, which was super cool to see because that ride, you know, I take a nap on there sometimes, but there was lots to see. I, but also granted, we typically ride it in the afternoon after I've had snacks. And if we've been in the showcase, maybe a couple drinks. So then I take a little snooze there. Also not just Christmas decorations, but like the audio cues that end up playing when you go by were different. And I don't remember them being like that because it, before it was just the same as every other part of the year, but they've got a Christmas tree up. But it's like, here you can see some of your favorite Christmas, like your favorite holiday foods being grown. And like, it was like that throughout the whole thing. Like it was updated for the season that you're in, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I, I think they've always done that, but they could have, I think they added more. Just there was more than there were in previous years. Yeah, they had a chair for Santa, a really cool thing right before you got into where they do the fish hatchery part. And I, I thought that was really cool, but I got a picture of all that stuff because I just really think it adds. I know they've had the snowmen in a couple packages, but they like had ornaments and everything. It was, I'm with Kaylee, it was really cool. And, and you're right, it added a lot for them to change the audio. So after we left Living with the Land, we went to the seas with Nemo and friends, and it was posted as a 35 minute wait, which I have to say, that's probably one of the longest waits I've ever seen for the seas with Nemo, but again, Christmas day. But we only waited 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Now. I know that my mom kept saying, oh, when are we going to get there? And she wasn't being like a little kid. She really didn't know. We just, It seemed like once we went around one way, she thought, oh, we're almost there. And then we'd go in, around another path. And it was just to make it fun. It, if you've never been on that ride, it's just to make it fun. So it passes the time and you don't realize how long you're waiting. But then when we got done with that, which I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel like that needs a little bit of updating, maybe add some of the characters from Finding Dory or something to it. That's been my wish for a while, but. Just the whole ride needs an update, um, especially like, I think it just needs a lot of love because it they're cherished movies and especially the scene in the ride where the fish, I think it's such a cool scene when you consider the animatronic technology that they're using where the, the uh, electro fish is like chasing Marlin with the light. You can like see when the animatronic resets. Like I was watching it. Right. And and the, the track is not, yeah, the track is not long enough, like the, the rotation of it. So if you get really slow for a second for maybe like a disabled person to get on and you're moving really, really slow at that part, it's not long enough to adapt for that. And so then you can see it pause and that it almost resets and then it redoes the sequence again. 
So just little things like that, that they can definitely update, that it doesn't need to be like that anymore. Also, I thought it was interesting. I was watching and I never noticed in that scene, but like even when it is going and it's not paused, like the the like the fish that's trying to eat Marlin is like really well done. It's got this really fancy animatronic, but Marlin is just on the end of a stick. Yep. And so he goes in two directions, but when he goes in one of the directions, he's literally just going backwards. He's not swimming, for, like he does not turn around to go the other direction. He just goes forward and then he's going backwards like, all of a sudden. It's like, then fish don't do that. So I, I did think it was interesting. I never noticed that before. Just little things. But when we got off, grandma, I'm sure thought it was cute. But at that point, then we just took that time to look around. Joey and I looked around a little bit, but then we actually went outside and sat on a bench for a little while while mom and dad were inside with grandma. And Disney, I would like I would like for the context of the song at the end of that ride to be put back in the parks so that my grandma can understand where that was from. So uh, bring back uh, Finding Nemo the Musical. Thank you. That is all. <laughs> she really did enjoy that. And I was trying to think if she's ever been, because, you know, we took you guys to the Tennessee Aquarium and Dad and I have been to the Tennessee Aquarium, but I don't know that she's ever been to anything like that. We got to look at all the ocean animals. We even got to talk to one of the cast members that was really educated on the animals and was pointing them out to us. And we went to a lot of different areas that we just don't, don't normally enjoy as much. And she just really enjoyed that. And so after that, we were really hungry. We probably should have eaten before that point, but we had not. Joey had had nothing. I think that we might have had a snack. I can't remember. You guys had breakfast, I think. So we went to Canada to get Kaylee's maple popcorn that she talked about when we were there in October. Delicious. But then we also got a frozen coat with whiskey because at that same stand, they sell that. And so we got one for mom and I to split, which I almost ended up drinking the whole thing. But the problem with frozen drinks, y'all, is that when it's hot, it's easy to guzzle those down. And it, for me, especially like a frozen Coke, I love frozen Coke and it was hot. And so I was really drinking fast, but I was like, I, I'm only eating popcorn. I need food <laughs> or I'm going to die very soon. So we were, of course, after Canada is the United Kingdom and Brad reminded them that he had some delicious fish and chips when he had been there and he wanted to get that again. And my mom thought that she would like that. Joey agreed that he wanted it. So we knew we were going to want to go to some other places. So we did, Kaylee, mom and I, we split one of those because we knew we were going to get some more food. Yeah, I had smelled the scallops. Uh, at, I think that was at a stand in Canada before we had gone through, and I thought it was fish, and so I'd smelled it, and I was like, dang, now I kind of want fish. And then I remembered we were coming up on UK, and they had fish and chips. So I figured Dad would want some too, so I was like, yeah, let's get some fish and chips. Let's go ahead and get that. So because those weren't big meals, they were more snacks. Kaylee and Joey, while we were finishing up, they agreed to go to the France Pavilion. Unfortunately, it does not have mobile order, but you have heard us talk about French Pavilion over and over and over, I'm sure, because we always make sure that we go there. But to make sure that uh, we were full from for our lunch, or it was really brunch, Kaylee got some beignets and cookie and some lobster bisque, and they were out of the bread bowl, so they gave them a... A baguette and a half. <laughs> yeah, to eat with it. So that was really good. So we finished that up, and then since we were in France, we decided to eat at the Beauty and the Beast. I mean, not eat. We decided to go into the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is really cool. No pun intended. It is cold. It has air conditioning. But it's also fun because it's the movie and it's a twist on the story. Kaylee and I talked to you about that after our February trip. It's not the story that we see on the movie. So for something different, we definitely encourage you to go to that. So after the sing-along, we headed towards Japan. And at this point, Dad really wanted some pizza from the uh, Tutto Italia, is that what it's called? The Tutto Italia like carry out place. He really wanted some pizza and Joey said that sounded good too. So they actually went on to get pizza and they just were gonna come back to Japan and meet us there. Mom went to find a shady spot in the back of Japan to sit. And I took grandma into that big Japanese store just so we could look around. And she was like, man, this place just keeps going. And she was super intrigued. And we actually ended up getting some snacks from in there. Um, many of them she picked and I was kind of hesitant because I was like, I'm not sure we're gonna eat these, but all the things we picked were actually very good. Um, and so that was kind of a nice prize. We got more of the mochi that I got last, 
but I think in February, but we got like a blueberry one and that was even better than chocolate, which I was very surprised by. Got mm -hmm. some pineapple marshmallows, some Pocky. The Pocky are very good. Yes, Pocky are very delicious. And then after that, it was time for us to go wait in line for the candlelight processional because we wanted to make sure that we did this. It was acting as our Christmas, our Christmas service. So we didn't get the dining package with it. So we wanted to make sure we got in and we were waiting for like two hours beforehand. And it actually didn't end up being too bad. Like I thought it was gonna be a really horrible wait, but it actually was not too bad. After that, we could just hand over, head over to the French Pavilion, French Pavilion because it would only be a little while longer and it would be time for our Ratatouille Lightning Lane because we paid the individual attraction selection. And then Kayla's like, what? You don't want to go to Germany and get your caramel corn? And then I was like, oh yeah, we got to go get the caramel corn. So I went and got the caramel corn and I surprised Kayla and Joey and got them the caramel cupcake that Kayla was really wanting when we were there in October and we just ran out of time and so we didn't. So after that, then we went to the Ratatouille ride and we were able to get right on, which is crazy because the first time we did it, we did it by um, virtual you, queue. Yeah, we did virtual queue, which you still had to stand in a line, but with Lightning Lane, you get to go right in. And I'm gonna let Joey talk about Ratatouille because I know he wasn't as happy about it as he could have been, but I also know Kaylee and I wrote about it and talked about it in October. Yeah, uh, I rode the ride and I had seen like Disney had been hyping it up and they were like, oh yeah, it's another ride using the technology in Mickey and Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which had amazing reviews. And they were like, yes, this is going to be another Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And then it came out and everyone was like, this is a big letdown. So I went in with relatively low expectations and my expectations were kind of just met that's kind of just what i expected out of it based on the what i got like it wasn't bad it just it feels like they were trying to justify developing that new technology for mickey and minis and they were trying to make more rides with it but instead of design because the mickey and minis they designed that technology to fit the ride whereas with ratatouille they're trying to cram a ride within the ride technology and it's not as good it definitely was it felt more forced. Also, it was very condensed. It was a very quick ride. I agree. It is fast. I think they speed that one up too, though, when there are larger crowds. Like they cut some of it out? No. I think they make you go faster. Interesting. I, that's how I feel. I felt that same way with Mickey's Runaway Railway. I can never do that. So then dinner, we went to Mexico and we ate at La Cantina San Angel, which we've all done before. You've heard us talk to, about that. In fact, Kaylee, I know, talked about it in October. And then Kaylee and Joey got to split the Werther's cupcake that I, or one of the cupcakes that I got them to eat that night. And they said it was delicious, correct? Very good. Also, that Mexican place uh, was amazing. The, the portion sizes, like the portions are kind of kind of small, but it was really good. I think they're just small for like Disney portions. I actually think they are very healthy portions of food. It's a healthy portion of food, I would agree. But it's expensive. For it was like, it was a lot of money for the amount of food you were getting. After that, we ended up going to the 360 theater so grandma could see in that and Joey hadn't seen that yet either. And that was kind of just so they could get a glance into there. And I think grandma thought that was cool. I actually don't think she reacted as intensely as I thought she would because of the technology just used. I thought she'd be like, wow, just like, what is the world? But she kind of was just like, yeah, screens. And I'm like, okay. I was definitely more impressed. Not with really, I really wasn't as impressed with the 360 part of the theater. I was more impressed with like the model in the middle that they were projecting onto. That was really cool to me to see like all of Epcot and like a kind of an idealized, this is what we would do Epcot as if we could hypothetically but obviously that wouldn't work for crowd reasons and stuff like that. But it was cool to see that and then change the projection of the of Epcot based on what they were showing on the rest of the screen. So I really like that. That's true. Then we went to the creation shop because again, Joey and grandma had not seen, I don't even think dad had seen the creation shop because they were still renovating that the last time he had gone. And so they got to see the new shop, which I think we talked about how we enjoyed how much more open it seemed compared to the old one. It like the old one just felt more condensed for some reason, even though it was so big. And this one, I don't know how they made the space feel bigger, but I think they just took out more walls and that seems to help a lot. 
I feel like they 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 definitely don't have as much merchandise in that store. I agree. And they added those windows. There's windows on all four sides now, and there didn't used to be. And while that is kind of sad, it's there's less to buy there. That means there's more room for the peop for the amount of people in that store because it, it was always just packed in there. After the creation shop, we decided that we for sure weren't going to do the fireworks. It was just it had been a very long day, and like we said, um, we were worried about my mom, and she wasn't she didn't have an EVC or a wheelchair, so we wanted her to see Spaceship Earth for sure because this is the only day we were going to be at Epcot. We went on Spaceship Earth. She really enjoyed that too. That that ride on Spaceship Earth was kind of disappointing because we knew it was going to be her only ride on that, and we stopped. I think four or five times on that ride. And even when we were moving, we were moving slowly and they were talking over pretty much everything that was being said. Also, I forgot to mention, I feel like they lowered the volume on the speak, like in the Doom Buggy on Haunted Mansion, I feel like they did it. And on Spaceship Earth, I couldn't hear like the Judy Dench parts of it. I could hear like it, it, either she was quieter or, or the rest of the ride was louder. Keep in mind, Grandma never rode that before, so she didn't realize she thought that was part of the ride to stop and let you like look at the attraction so ah. she didn't think anything of that at all she loved the thing at the end where she got to design her future she thought that was really cool she kept saying it was part of the jetsons yeah she's like i live like the jetsons so that was a wonderful day i thought it went really well the weather was beautiful and overall kaylee and i were talking about it and the crowds were i don't even think they were as bad as october i really don't i i agree like, I don't think they were nearly as bad. And we actually lucked out. Like, the fireworks were happening as we got off Spaceship Earth. So then we kind of, like, Bolted. hustled a little bit to the car so we could beat the crowds. And so we got out at a decent time as well. So we're going to rush through day three, which was our day off from the parks, so to speak. But we were still visiting Disney property. So this was something that Kaylee... Well, in 2010, we did the BOMA breakfast at the Jumbo House and at, at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. However, Joey doesn't even recall it. Brad didn't really remember it too much either. I know he knows we went, but they couldn't remember the whole, what it looked like or whatever. I wasn't, I was 10. I didn't remember that at all. So we went there and we had their breakfast. And as you guys know, it has only been open for a couple months and Joey changed his mind. He used to tell tell everybody to go to Ohana. Uh, I would I would say Boma is now my favorite breakfast on property. And it is it's better, even better than Ohana breakfast. Big words. And the cool thing is about Boma is when you're there, you can go outside and enjoy the view of some of the animals on the savannah. So definitely a plus if you want to do that. I did want to add that I actually decided to opt out of this breakfast because we had a meal scheduled later that was also going to be all you could eat and I just cannot eat that much anymore as much as I would really desire to so I decided to opt out of this one considering our later reservation we had never eaten at the later place so I just kind of chilled around the resort hung around took some pictures waited for them to finish so since we had a re reservation later at the contemporary we went ahead and drove there and they let us go ahead and go into the resort. We parked, we shopped there a little bit. We went ahead and did the monorail loop where uh, we went to the Grand Floridian. We took pictures in front of the tree and the gingerbread house. Uh, Joey and Kaylee tried to take their brother's sister picture where Joey gives Kaylee a piggyback ride and God love the woman that was taking the picture. She just did headshots and we're not sure why. So it kind of defeated the purpose of the picture, but we got some good pictures there anyway, even though we had to wear masks. Then we were like, we knew we needed a snack because Brad had pushed our reservation, thank goodness, to later that night. And so we went over to the Contemporary. Kaylee and I remember doing this in February when we were there with Angel and Jamie. And we just sat on their patio, got a pretzel and just chilled until it was time to go to Chef Mickey's. And then it was right upstairs from where we were because that was one of the things my mom's like, now where do we have to go now? And we're like, we're going upstairs. And she was like, oh my gosh. So this was our first time at Chef Mickey's. And because as I've told you guys before, I've not heard a lot of good things because it was a buffet, but it is now family style, much like Ohana is. And the cool thing is you get to see all the characters. And even though you can't hug them or ask them for autographs, you're up close and personal to them. And so that was a fun experience. And they actually, they danced and everything. 
And I think we got lucky the way we sat grandma because I don't think we realized how it was going to work unless at least I didn't really think about where she was sitting, but it was perfect to take pictures because yeah, it's cool to take pictures like of me and Joey with the characters and like you and dad, but we have plenty of those when it was her first time. So we got to really take lots of pictures of her reacting to the characters and like with them behind her. And I actually did do that on purpose. Okay. I told her to sit on that end because I figured they would be coming to the end of the table probably. And that's why I didn't sit there so I could be the one to get the picture. But I'm glad you enjoyed that part. But the food was delicious. I can't even remember all the food that we had there. It was unique though. It was definitely like not what I expected Chef Mickey's to be. Like I thought Chef Mickey's would be like meat and potatoes kind of meal, but it was not. It was very unique. We had salmon, which was good. Um, there were potatoes. I think there was some mac and cheese just lots of stuff and you're right like i can't even remember particularly what we had specifically there but all of it was delicious i do just remember that chef mcgee's was it was definitely out there for me <laughs> it's true because grandma said that you that joey should have got the kids meal because you could yeah. get chicken nuggets macaroni and cheese and broccoli and i'm like well he wouldn't eat the broccoli and she's like but I he would have yeah that's true <laughs> So Joey and Kaylee, thank you so much for helping me do part one of our Disney trip. And we hope listeners that you learned a little bit more about something at Disney World and it helped pique your interest, maybe even made you want to visit somewhere. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, Text MOM at 636-395-0544. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish out the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Kaylee and Julie, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. No capes. Have a magical day, my friends.